0: back to the War at 33 and a Third Podcast. I'm Adam Barrow. And I'm Benjamin Richardson. And today we're going to be discussing Marvin Gaye's 1971 album, What's Going On. Marvin Gaye is an American singer and songwriter and record producer. He is most known for shaping the sound of Motown in the 1960s. Yeah, definitely one of the greats. And he had been really firmly entrenched with that label and that scene of soul music. And just kind of like pumping out singles, right? And for what's going—Motown like on... Records was just like a singles factory, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So and at this point, for what's going on, he had just kind of gotten fed up with his situation there and with his with the situation in the world, and decided to make his make his protest record, right? And it's it's very powerful. It, it's yeah. I mean, you, I mentioned this to you beforehand, but I mean, you think about like going against the wishes of the label and making like a quasi-concept album and, like, right. something that didn't really produce many hit singles, I mean, that that's an act of protest in and of itself, to me. Kind of right. backs up the message of the music a little bit. And we were talking about, and, uh, in an earlier podcast, about how it's so hard for an artist to, like, kind of go against what they're known for. Mm-hmm. And what the... There's so much pressure from record labels. It's, it's kind of like awful like they kind of own these artists they feel like they mm-hmm. feel like they can just control everything they're doing they're almost not even artists <laughs> sometimes yeah. but i agree dude it's like the whole message of it is just like this is our time bro yeah so very uh the, the whole thing's basically about what's wrong and about well what's wrong i guess you, what's, what's going, going on? on yeah like what is happening yeah. like that's like the kind yeah. of a thing it's like what yeah. is happening war <laughs> environmental issues Uh, policing and race issues uh the um inner city poverty right so a lot of that stuff and then a lot of escapism which in this album takes the form for him of drugs and christianity right lots of christianity yeah I mean, two, if you look at the uh, the track list. Yeah, two songs that are really focused on his relationship with God. God is love and holy, holy. Right. As in, like, completely holy. Yeah. Like, holy, holy, it's kind of <laughs> D- W-H-O-L-Y. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's... Every time I listen to this album, I'm just really impressed. And I'm really struck by how relevant a lot of this stuff is today we right can, we can touch on that later we, we can touch Although, on that later yeah. but i think like for me it's the flow like mm-hmm. i think this is one of the best flowing albums i think i've ever heard maybe and yeah. like that's because it's structured like a song cycle like all the songs where it sounds like they're played at once and I, I, they might have been right right like, yeah i mean right after each other yeah so the songs just transition to each other and it's just edited in a really nice way where they just right. flow there's no there's no choppiness they'll like end on one note and the next song will pick up on that note right like it'll sound like they're just feeding into each other yeah, like the I mean, one melody will be at the end of one song yeah. and that'll be like the intro for the next if if you were to listen really casually you you, you, you might wouldn't notice think, that like some like of the songs are it, changing it's, it's perfectly possible that until you get to write on, you wouldn't even notice it was. Different songs, right? And that's and that's where the it's like the uh, the B side starts is right on, right? Yeah, cause that, that's a long that's a long track, right? And it's like the the back half of this album is like like longer tracks. I feel like and more like yeah. jammy a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I could definitely see <laughs> somebody <laughs> thinking the whole first side was just one long song if they weren't paying real close attention, right? Right, and that's what it feels like. It's just like it just it just has like this flow. It's yeah. like one word I'd describe to describe it as a whole. Yeah. So that flow along with, like, the fact that a lot, like, most of the songs on here have really, like, lush string arrangements. Right. There's a lot of arrangements on yeah. it. Yeah. It gives it, like, almost a dream-like quality. Right. Me. Yeah. Like, it's the, like, the flow <laughs> in the arrangements, it makes it feel like you're, you're just kind of, like, in a trance, in a dream. It's, it's, like, a little like, hypnotic, almost. Yeah. And, <laughs> to me, when you combine that with the subject matter, it's almost, like, it's something that, like, comes over you and offers you, like, some healing. Yeah. And some hope. And, like times where there's a lot there's a lot going on right I feel like after I listen to it I I always feel affected
1: do you know what I mean in in
0: some way or another right usually I I don't know sometimes I feel like super reflective after I listen to it honestly Mm -hmm. that's kind of what it does for me I mean every time I'm listening to it and paying really close attention to it I just I cannot help but be struck by how relevant most of these messages are still Right. It, it's it's almost like uncanny, I'd say. In 49 years. Right. And a lot and of it's, stuff are, are, are still problems. These things are still going on. And it's kind of depressing that how relevant it is in a way, I feel like, I had to say. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A touch. Like, what's like changed? <laughs> that, I'm, what's going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. So, what's going on? Title track. Opening what's going track. on? Yeah. That is beautiful. That, that opening is so distinctive with, like, the polyrhythm and right. everything. And the, the sax, the mm-hmm. smooth sax. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, to me, so it opens with a bunch of people talking, right? And right, right, it's, right, like, yeah, interspersed. Yeah. And to me, that kind of, like, I feel like that's a legitimate artistic choice to kind of solidify the fact that, like, these are things going on in a community of very real people. Oh, who wow. Who would have, like, really, like, genuine conversations like that. And hmm. say what's going on to each other, and so that's that's kind of how I interpret the. I the didn't even think about it in like an artistic way. I just thought it was just kind of an intro, really, mm. and it very well could be. But <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like that, that's though. how that's how I think about it. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah, but just some beautiful lyrics on here. Like he opens up the first verse with mother, mother. Second verse with father, father. Right. The hook. The first hook. Uh, Kind of, he goes, sister. Um, after he says a line, second hook, it's brother. Brother. <laughs> all, sister. Yeah. All, all one big family. Yeah, Right. there's lots of talk of, like, brotherhood and, like, lots of talk of, like, love your brother, love your sister. It's yeah. just, like, running. Yeah, like, especially on the, um on God is love. Right. A- and holy Don't go holy. talking about my father. Yeah. God is my friend. hmm Do you think he's talking about fathers and God maybe? On On God is love? Yeah, I, I would interpret Father as God. Right, and that's, that's good. I yeah, guess you I interpret mean, it multiple yeah. ways. but um, Yeah, man, that's definitely intentional, using Father. Right, yeah. Um, and on Holy Holy, he kind of talks a lot about like, love for other people really being the answer. Right. And that's kind of like, that's what the Christ taught, you know? Right. He boils it down to just love everybody. And I feel like yeah. a lot of people, you can just boil down... A lot of like ideologies down to that's like the main goal. Yeah, I mean, he says that he says that in this song. He says, "War is not the answer. For only love can conquer hate." You know, we've got to way, we've got to find a way rather to bring some loving here today. Right, and it's just such a like simple and clear message. But yeah. it's it's so true. I feel like absolutely. Yeah, and then the uh, the chorus, I love the chorus. Picket lines and picket signs. Don't punish me with brutality. It's so catchy. I Don't know. punish me with brutality. <laughs> yeah, I just like love that line. Yeah, dude. I it's do so, too. And it's almost like a like a juxtaposition. It's like it's like such a peppy melody, but it's mm-hmm. it's kind of serious almost. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and that that of course, I mean, don't punish me with brutality. That's obviously it's like a lead, but it's just a <laughs> yeah, peppy. Yeah, that's what do you know what I mean. Like aside from today's relevance, which is pretty obvious. I mean, just the way he sings it, he's just so impassioned, and he has a. His gorgeous voice And it, it really oh. sounds Like a genuine Heartfelt plea Don't punish me right. With brutality like he's right. like, Almost like he's begging Yeah But that's the thing About Marvin Gaye it's like his voice Is like Amazing it, Yeah you really like, a better, a better a singer, word It's yeah. like Soulful It, it just is uh, Yeah There's <laughs> like, they're, they're like st- butter there So many moments On this album Where I'm just I'm just struck I'm just like Ooh that yeah. That note right there oh, On the On the <laughs> outro Where he's kinda Just like Ad-libbing And the the post chorus here too um yeah 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 yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah it's like he's not even saying anything it's just impressive vocally right it's like and, a little scatty or yeah, something yeah. <laughs> and the melody on this song is gorgeous i, 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 of just, course. I really really like this song uh, like melodically mm-hmm. there's so many moments in this album for me where like i'm just like taken aback by like yeah the like the melody yeah, and yeah there'll be a little bit of a little bit of there's I think it's the second chorus or the third chorus there's a little bit of it like kind of slows down and then it picks up with a ton of sax and he's like singing even harder than ever right like the last chorus. like that yeah yeah i know what you're saying mm-hmm. it kind of like decrescendos and then swells right again yeah and then. yeah just even more passion just keeps ramping it up it's great and passion performance mm-hmm. right the energy on some of these songs is just awesome and like the a lot of times like the bass really does it for me yeah but yeah the the bass on a lot of these tracks is really stand out for sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But that, I think that's characteristic of like Motown music in general. Mm-hmm. Is like the the awesome bass playing. Yeah, I wanted to like you know you mentioned energy there. Um, it's really yeah, it is really remarkable, really remarkable. Sorry. <laughs> um, how much energy there is. Um, when the songs really aren't that fast paced or anything or loud, like they're like the music itself is relatively calm. For the most right. part, but I think a lot, like, a lot of the energy lies, like you said, in the in the bass and rhythm and in his vocal delivery, just how passionate it is. Really, keeps right? It. Like you can tell, like he means like a hundred percent of what he's yeah. saying, and like the melodies are just like, are, are perfect for matching his lyrics. I feel like, uh-huh. even. yeah, and like yeah, it just really keeps an album that's relatively calm. I guess right. It's like being boring or monotonous. Like it's not that at all, because. It, like like you said, like every track is like kind of like therapeutic with the string arrangements mm-hmm. and like sometimes like lower tempos and like in minor keys, minor tonality, kind of makes it. Some of the tracks like a little somber. I feel like yeah, right, yeah. So the second track is "What's Happening, Brother." <laughs> um, what's happening, my man? What's happening, my I, man? I love he he kind of <laughs> kind of interjects with that. What's happening, brother? What's happening my man? Yeah, and he kind of, like, stops singing. It's just, like, him, as if he's in conversation. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's very charismatic. Right. It's almost as if he's talking to you. He's reaching out Mm -hmm. (laughs) through your headphones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To me, if you kind of get into the lyrics of this track, Um, it very much takes an outsider perspective on a lot of the same issues, like war and stuff, and things going on in, like, inner cities and whatnot, that... uh, What's going on? The first track tackled from an insider perspective. So to me, they're kind of brother sister tracks in that sense. Right. Okay. Cause like asking what's going on. <laughs> yeah, like w- what's going on? Like I'm here right now, and then it's uh, like here he's talking about like what's happening, brother. And you, uh,
1: he's uh, like asking. I don't, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. It's like he really is asking, and mm-hmm. then what's going on is like a rhetorical question. It's like, this is what's going on. Like, right. the, like these are the issues that we're facing. Right, this right. This is what's it's going like, on. You see what's happening right now, dude? Like, what's yeah. happening? I, I got you. I guess what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I feel like I you're reading to... very deep into these lyrics. <laughs> I, a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't want to sit here and read the lyrics out loud. But, I mean, like he talks about, can't find no work, can't find no job, my friend. Money's tighter than it's ever been. Would I, you not say that that's an insider perspective? I mean, it's like, well, I, I get that from the beginning where he says... Um, I'm just getting back, but you knew I would. War is hell, when will it end? When will people start getting together again? To me, right. that makes it sound like he's coming back from war. Right, yeah, you can totally interpret it like yeah. that. I guess, like, what war would he be talking about? Maybe. <laughs> so, I mean, it's 71 Vietnam. Right, okay. Yeah, I, I think that's what a lot of the anti-war lyrics on this song are about, would be right. Vietnam. I and mean, of course, that's, like, Vietnam huge for counterculture in the late 60s oh, exactly. and early 70s. Exactly. And then flying that high, segues very cleanly, like all of them do. Right, it? flying high in the friendly sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end of uh, what's happening, brother? There's like this, very like, it, it just like decreases rapidly and like energy, and it gets like this somber vocal line leads you into the the next mm-hmm. track. Yeah, I really that's like I really like that transition. That's the one that kind of sticks out to me mm-hmm. in the album. Yeah, that that one's like yeah, flying high in the friendly sky is like an immediate transition. Cause that one like it seems like like the backing vocals are like really prevalent in this one to me hmm. and mm-hmm. I feel like the vocal performance in flying high in the friendly sky is like one of my favorites on the album maybe I mean you can like you can kind of sum it up right right there at the end of the first verse but soon the night will bring the pains the pain awful pain like it's just an incredible <laughs> crescendo It's I know. beautiful it's so gorgeous yeah and th- that this this song really about escapism from a lot of the issues he was addressing right um um Flying high in the friendly sky, flying high without ever leaving the ground. That's uh, obviously, yeah, p- pretty clearly drug use. Probably, probably Day. like heroin, was something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, yeah, this is very like calm. There's not a ton of like rhythm going on. It's like right. It's the like majority of the string arrangement of the music. Right. This one is like the most like, like soothing. I feel like of the mm-hmm. tracks. I feel like this is like one of the most like low key yeah honestly absolutely i don't know it's kind of sad though when you're like thinking about it it's like it's like flying high and it sounds like it would be like happy but it's like i don't know it's it it, for me like it's just so somber for me i don't know i don't know what it is yeah you can you can genuinely hear a lot of the pain like it's it's more about and it's almost like like masked (laughs) yeah like i i'd say like drug use is what it's kind of about on surface level but it could really be about any like form of escapism I mean, it's, it's really about like the pain he feels from what's going on right yeah yeah that one's uh, that one's fantastic yeah that, that's a highlight for me for sure mm-hmm. the fourth track it's called Save the Children alright then this is one of my favorites uh-huh. I really love this one it's like it it goes in between like like saying the lyric and just like saying it and then singing it. Yeah, it's like he like edits himself in, I guess. Like, yeah, it's overdubbed. Yeah, like, it's like a really long spoken word section that goes for the bulk of the song, and then he'll kind of like he'll say the line and then he'll sing. it. Then, the then he'll <laughs> sing it, but it's like the like the uh, the talking parts are just saying the same like his vocal inflection, but like the music and the the singing response seems to like build mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. along with like the intensity of the lyrics like as they yeah. get more impassioned <laughs> yeah, I and mean, this might be the darkest one lyrically right it's like almost nihilistic yeah. like <laughs> I mean, who really cares to save a world in despair because like, like, the world's destined to die. The world is destined to die is like mm-hmm. one of the lyrics that pops out to mm-hmm. me <laughs> it says well, just, main message gotta save the children this, is, this one doesn't really Point out anything specific It's like there's, there's a lot wrong We gotta We gotta do this For the children guys Right So like Think about the children I guess Is yeah. like Famous <laughs> Yeah Imagery And then So it goes to that Long spoken word section And then there's like A little There's a little shift That Where it goes into Like double time And the bass line Of it starts like Walking like a jazz tune mm-hmm. and, and then he like and then there's It bursts with like Vocal ends. energy yeah. yeah And he starts like Singing really Really passionately And like The same stuff but it's yeah He's like, save I, the I really children, like save the babies yeah that little burst and then and good. then it and then it goes back to like the nihilistic like but who really cares and it gets like loses all that energy and slows down in tempo mm-hmm. and dynamics yeah and and that, 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 that one's impressive that little burst is one of my favorite moments on the album right just to go like that high and low and also like keep the same aesthetic of the mm-hmm. song together I don't know it's awesome yeah and so then the fifth track God is Love kind of touches on marvin's other real form of escapism which is religion christianity, christianity in this case. god yeah. right which is certainly nicer than drugs yeah <laughs> <laughs> better than flying high on heroin <laughs> yeah on <Bad>. the ground <laughs> we'll call that better yeah yeah don't go and talk about my father i think um, my friend i really like the the melody on this one like, God is my friend. I, I really like that. Is we give each other love. Yeah. Yeah, don't go and talk about my father. Yeah. That, like, I really like weird. that line. A little bit of, a little more energy on this one. A little less... Right. A, a little, little more larger. peppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this one... A little less depressing, I feel like. Yeah. It's a kind of uplifting after that, really. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't know, I have a really hard time explaining this, but I've thought about this a good bit. Okay. Like, the the... The Christianity he talks about here and the Christianity he talks about in tracks track eight, Holy holy mm-hmm. this feels I don't know I, I really can't justify this at all, but this to me feels like more escapism and holy holy kind of feels more like offering a solution like if we're willing to jump ahead a little bit there because he, he kind of talks more about like we should believe in one another Jesus left a long time ago um, left us a book to believe in and it we've got a lot to learn right. Yeah, And you're exactly. reading holy, holy lyrics right now. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess that's true. He's like, he's saying, this is what we need to do. We need to put yeah. our differences aside and love one another. Yeah, exactly. Like, love is the answer, but... God is love feels more personal, like, about his connection. Right. But, Does that I, make sense? Right, but, like, the resounding theme between the two is just love, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're not that different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, very similar subject matter, but this one, I, I, I get what you're saying. This is, like, his personal tribute. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, see, like I, I do, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought to connect the two in that way, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I've been saying that like three times. already. <laughs> it's all right. No worries. All right, track to six. the sixth track, the last track of the A side. Mercy, mercy me. Mercy, mercy me. The ecology. Right. Dude, this. I mean, this gonna, has got to be one of my favorites. Off the album, I'm think. gonna have to call this my. Favorite I think it's my favorite. Yeah, too. I'm gonna have to call it my definitive. It's favorite. so catchy. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. Like, oh, gosh. I mean, this one, this one, uh, perhaps even more so than the stuff about uh, police brutality and stuff. I mean, it's like, where did all the blue skies go? Poison is the wind that blows from the north and south and east. Fish full of mercury. Animals and birds who live nearby are dying. And then the the last real lyric of the song is, it's only four, it's four little short verses. um, And then it's like instrumental for the back half of it. Um, what about this overcrowded land? How much more abuse from man can she stand? Like, gosh, right. like, that's uh, all of that has not gotten any better. Like, in like, I can't believe that that came out in '71. I know, and that that just seems like it, that just blows my mind how ahead like, of I've, the curve this is. <laughs> like, I guess, I guess if you were to think about like. DDT, like Rachel Carson, uh, Silent Spring. Like I guess, I guess that's better. Which I mean was one of the big environmental concerns at that time. Right? right. I mean, I don't think people at that time even fully understood like the global warming process. Yeah, the implications and, really. like the like the cat yeah catastrophic implications. What, um, was, what was really going on there? <laughs> right. So I mean, mass combustion of fossil fuels. Yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah that, that's that's not any better. That one hits. like that, that one's because it's so so catchy. It's kind of easy to not really think about the lyrics, but when you really do, that one hits probably the hardest to me. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite scary. Yeah. The environment really hasn't gotten any. It's only it's definitely gotten worse. It, it's it's only been getting worse since the '70s, and I think the '70s is when like people first started really like considering like our impact, right? Yeah. More or less. Yeah, at least, at least we stopped the. Uh that's not the ozone layer quite as bad. But. <laughs> that came and later, I guess. Right. In the 90s? 80s yeah, and 90s. I can't really remember. Yeah. Apes. Yeah. <laughs> M- Montreal. Montreal Accords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. The CFC band or whatever. Thank you, AP Environmental Science. Shout out Mr. Glaze. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mr. Glaze. I don't know who that. Is. <laughs> but yeah, the music in this one. Gosh. I like I have, I have a legitimate like emotional reaction to this I don't know what it is like the guitar chords and the little twinkle of the yeah it's so twinkly it, yeah little, little like bell twinkles at the beginning and then oh, uh, like I just it hits me it hits me really dude, hard dude I, I feel that this is like an emotional track and I think it's it, it definitely has to be one of the best off yeah. the album it, it's so well put yeah. together he starts off every verse with mercy mercy me things ain't like what they used to be there's there no now. chorus but it's like yeah. that hook just guides you through yeah it's like <laughs> Like, he says that so wistfully, and the... Like, he's just such a good singer. Yeah, the yeah. Like, and, I, like that one line, like, sets the tone for the whole song. Mm-hmm. It's like, as soon as I hear that, I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember why I love this song. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you 100% there. And then the music is so bouncy, it's still, like, kind of melancholy, isn't I guess. Isn't there, um... I might be mistaken, isn't there, like, a nice saxo on this one, yeah, too? I think yeah. this one has, like, that solo. I'm thinking of that's... Mm-hmm. And the quite nice kind of keeps hitting the bells and the piano goes a little bit and then there's a that nice sax solo Gosh, mm-hmm. it's just it's like transport it's awesome all right love mercy mercy me wait doesn't the ending have like like that doesn't it like slow down it's like and it's like do you know what i'm yeah, talking I think about you're right. i think you're right dude at the end it like breaks down into like this somber like kind of like vocal chant and it just like kind of loses mm-hmm. momentum and I guess that's like a perfect way to like lead you into the uh, the B side. Yeah. B side kicks off with <laughs> right on. Right on, which is a uh, like that's seven minutes. That's by far the longest, right, the longest on here. track on here. That's some Latin flavor. Oh right. Yeah. And some of the rhythms. Yeah, some of the rhythms, the piano a little bit, and has like a weird. I don't even know what you would call this instrument. Like, like that. A, yeah, it's like it's like, like percussive. No, it sounds like a, like a scrape to you me. Think so? Like a percussive, like I like what's that thing called? Did you play them in, like, elementary school yeah, music class? <laughs> it kind of has that, like, like sound Like a washboard. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, it's probably a washboard. Perhaps. Maybe, might be. It's like that... <laughs> like yeah, that like, rakey noise, I'm, yeah, I'm percussive about, sound. Like, we would go on, like, elementary school field trips to, like, old like old time reenactment things. And they'd have, <laughs> they'd have, like, people, they're playing washboards. Yeah, I could I could see that being what, what it was. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so but this one's this one definitely has like a ton of space in it like the lyrics yeah. are kind of sparse and there's like a lot of space in between them i feel yeah. like i i was listening to this earlier and i was kind of getting lost in the rhythm like it's it's, it's almost, a little hypnotic because yeah, because of how like repetitive it is and how much because mm-hmm. it, it, like sometimes that's like it, that's all it leaves you to listen to i feel like mm-hmm. yeah yeah lyrics aren't quite as like specific or um i don't know i mean, I feel I'm like this good, is just of kind of like a jammy track where yeah, it's just kind of little kinda, jammy, Well jammy. You know what I mean? Someone to yeah. fill the album a little more. Love some bone Love theme again. The sixth verse. Love, love, sweet love, love, wonderful love. I feel like yeah, that's like, <laughs> like what I take away from like almost all these songs yeah. is like you hear love, love in them so much. Yeah, his solution is love. <laughs> Absolutely. Honey, right on. <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good song. It's, I don't know, if I had to pick a the weaker song... I I, I kind of go there. The I don't know. I don't want to say the length is what makes it bad, because then it wouldn't be as like jammy, like you said. But right. then like I don't know. It just Doesn't hit quite as hard lyrically. I'd say. Right. There's not as much as like a central theme to this track as all the other ones. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, I'd say that's probably fair. But yeah, I I, I agree with that. This is probably my le- weakest. Yeah. Track. Also the the washboard. If um, we've settled on that. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. It, yeah. To me, that that slightly disrupts the flow of it as like a free-flowing thing. Because it's so different from anything else. Like, oh, kinda, you, you think it's like, does it distract you too much? See, like, at first. But then when I get into it, it sounds great, you know? Like hmm. when, when you're like jamming out to it. But then, like when it comes in, and you're so used to everything just being like, like nice, lush, pretty string arrangements and piano and soft guitar chords. It's like, eh, yeah. that's slightly jarring Dude, at first I, <laughs> I like it it never has that effect really? on me like I, I'm always like oh yeah there it is <laughs> yeah. I can see that For sure. next yeah. track is Holy Moly which we touched on a little bit yeah we did yeah I mean that song is really like that's really pretty it's like he's floating almost right it's like that's pretty jazzy right like, there's some like a lot of sax going on right, right. it's kind of like a free form with like the sax playing yeah and like strings and it's like the only percussion is just, like, light cymbal taps. Right, the cymbal's in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, that one's, like, very, uh, very dreamy. Right, it's kind of slow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Right, I feel like the, um, the back half of this album, it's kind of slow now that I'm thinking about it. A little bit, yeah. I'm thinking, like, these three tracks, they're all kind of, like, they're all very mellow, I'd say. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yet again <laughs> Yet again So that's That's penultimate track The final track is Inner City Blues Make Me Wanna Holler Yeah this is a This is a Like I think it's probably My second favorite yeah, Track off the, um, as well. That one's like A little bit eerie Almost Like it's kinda dark Right uh, For me it's like The changes in this song Like it, it'll be jamming On like the one chord For like I feel like Like 40 seconds <laughs> And then like when it changes to the four chord like every blues song does and then back to the one it's like the changes are so satisfying because I feel like I'm waiting so long for them so Mm -hmm. like when the chords change I'm always like my ear is so drawn to it nice I'm like there's (laughs) it and then like there's some vocal uh, variation yeah the hook is bouncy like from the uh, like this melting delivery on the verses is legitimately different from the hook oh make me wanna yeah yeah that's really soulful right like the oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's like it's like that bluesy right like it's a blues this ain't living this, this ain't, ain't living. living yeah and, and for me this of this one by far has like the most captivating baseline if you listen to <clears> it, <throat> it he's playing like so much with the octaves like yeah pretty groovy it's, it's like it goes like up and down like it's just so groovy absolutely yeah and then I and mean there's like bongas in there or something. Yeah. <laughs> I I really like his vocal delivery on the verses too. Rockets, moonshots. Right. There's a lot of tension to Spend like Spend it on the have not. Yeah, he like pauses. I love the pause. Right. It makes everything more dramatic. Right, you're you're like hanging on his words. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's it's really clever. Dude. His delivery is so good. He's just such a good singer. Yeah. He just keeps it creative. Yeah, we we keep coming back to that, but that that really is one of the aspects that make the album so good. Like unless... no no, it, it, I think it's like uh like of course like the string arrangements and mm-hmm. the awesome bass playing, but like for me it's just the vocals. Like yeah. every vocal performance is just like impeccable. Yeah. Very few people could pull this off. Right. Mm. Yeah. Little little funny funny lyrical bit here in this one. I don't know. I just find this funny. Like, it doesn't detract from the song at all. It just what? makes me chuckle. Natural fact is I can't pay my taxes. <laughs> oh, I love that Does line. I mean, natural it's like I mean you think about like <laughs> legitimate poverty in inner cities, but then he's an actual rich guy who. Owed a ton of money to the IRS at this point in time. Right, which I don't know. That just makes me laugh a little bit. It's like, <laughs> it's like he just to throw that in there. A Funny nod to his situation. Yeah, I can't pay my taxes, guys. <laughs> that's what throw that in there. Like the struggle is real. It's rela- He's like yeah. a relatable artist, <laughs> for a lot of and, people. <laughs> and then, the last verse, like the last, the last line in the song proper, I guess. All right, you're yeah. talking about this. Mm-hmm. Crime is increasing, trigger-happy policing, panic is spreading, God knows where we're heading. Right, that's like the... Like a, oh my god. Ugh, like that's that, like, that floors me a little bit now. Like th- that's, that's like the wh- last verse where it introduces new lyrical material, and it's like... What That's like the most depressing verse of the entire album, basically. Yeah. And he leaves you on that. Yeah. That's, yeah, again, even more depressing given that that's pretty much our exact situation today yikes yeah yeah it's uh the relevancy is, is sad and now that we've gone through the whole album do you want to talk a little bit about how the rolling stone like sure. this is one of the the best album of all time on their updated list updated as of september 22nd 2020 yeah yeah we're recording this on the 26th a couple of days ago they put out there they do this every couple of years i guess try to Try to reestablish the canon. Yeah, um, and uh, they put this at the top. I guess and I, I, I feel like the yeah the the relevance to current events is yeah. probably a big part of it. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't read their reasoning or anything, but right. I, I mean, I read a little bit of the the list. It just it just goes into like the like the recording of it and all that. But yeah. I mean, nobody would argue that it's not because of recent events. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's so relevant. It's shockingly relevant, especially with the police brutality yeah. lyrical Tr- trigger happy policing yeah i mean that's another thing the this is the best album ever like who's going to tell you you're wrong like nobody hates this right. just listen to it right it's 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 very agreeable yeah. it's like it's yeah. <laughs> it's such a listenable album yeah. you I, could just put this on it could be background music it could mm-hmm. be Deep listening music. Yeah. Like nobody would ever argue with you if you said this was your favorite album. And they'd be like, Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, nobody would ever say that's a bad pick, that's a bad take. I'm like that's uh it's reasonable. Right. Right. Some yeah, some albums like to anybody with ears you can tell like the, the merit yeah, of exactly. it, I feel like. And and I think it, even if you don't know anything about music, it's like apparent the talent that Marvin Gaye has, yeah. honestly. Like as a songwriter. Another album I think about it in that way is pet sounds a little bit it's like how can you not like pet sounds dude are you Everybody kidding me that sounds <laughs> are you kidding me bro i feel like a tons of people don't like the beach boys they like dude i think what? of like dude, <laughs> really? i know like i've talked to so many people who are like bro these guys are sound so annoying dude like i don't know like the surfy music i feel like a lot of people don't like it oh yeah i guess people i guess mean, people like this is dorky dude yeah, like, like good the, vibrations the like the surfy has stuff. such stigma yeah. i don't know i mean pet sounds pretty different from dude me. pet sounds is like Genius! <laughs> I, I love Pet Sounds so much. Bought right. Pet Sounds on vinyl today. Stopped at the record store before I came over to Ben's to record. I can test. He did. Showed <laughs> me it. Yeah. Another thing I just thought of about what's going on. Um, so going back to our song cycle uh, point that we touched on. So the it ends with reprising a verse from what's going on, the first right. track. Um, he kind of reprises that within the context of the music of inner city blues at the end and then it plays kind of the intro with um the polyrhythm and uh mm-hmm. like the sax that plays at the beginning of what's going on so right. the the beginning is the end for this one right it's like the recap the recapitulation, or whatever you want to call it <laughs> yeah. with the the theme coming back mm-hmm. dude yeah it's a nice touch isn't there? Isn't it like a fade out? Doesn't it go back to like the just yeah. the blues jam, and it just fades out with that yeah. mellow jam? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's cool. I like it. Like yeah, it's, it's it, effective. it just it really solidifies it as like a like something that flows really well together. Solidifies it even further. Like, oh, go. We're back at the beginning. Full circle. Yeah. Like I got, I don't know. I think that flow is what leads people to call it a concept album. Right. I and, guess, cause like that wasn't just something people really did at the time. Not really. It like, what other like what other early concept albums are there like? I think of like the Beatles and like yeah, prog music. That's what I think of. I <laughs> mean, honestly the, the the Who's concept albums. I can't. remember Oh yeah, remember. like the opera rock ones, like yeah. Tommy and the. Uh, let's see, know, you, know, you all know what it is. Quadrophenia. Quadro something like that. Quadra something. Yeah. Quadra phone Is it phenia or phonia? Thought it was might be phony okay I mean, I've heard the <laughs> one I've listened to it yeah I'm right. sorry <laughs> would, would, would those have been out at this point yeah I, I think so I think those came out in, I think uh Tommy came out in like the 60s okay but yeah so I mean and and I guess like this kind of is similar to like pepper with like the the book casing like, huh, with the yeah. like the reprise or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess maybe that's like the parallel like they both have that <laughs> yeah so <this> they book. <laughs> I, mean, I get Conceptual in that sense I don't, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call this con- Like a concept album yeah. I, 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 I would just would say either. this is like 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 you said Like a, like we said A song cycle Yeah I mean It's like a flowing A really well flowing album I mean people ju- I just don't think This kind of Album material Was coming out of Motown At that time People weren't making albums Like this I guess people oh, no. had to have, Had to find something To call it You know Right Right Cause you couldn't just call it Like Motown Like this is kind of like Elevated It's kind of its own thing Right, right. It has like an artistic statement that probably those singles wouldn't have, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that's a good note to end it on. For sure. (laughs) Marvin Gaye, what's What's going going on? on? Check it out, guys. Thank you for listening. Peace out.